peace, peace, peace. This is Astrology Talk with Unapologetically BCP. This is your host. And peace, love, and light and blessings to you. And I hope that you are out there embracing your dark shadows. On this episode of Astrology Talk with me, BCP, I want to get into this new moon and Gemini energy. Just in case I have not said it before, let me say it again. I am unapologetically BCP. I am the host. And your girl is definitely a Gemini, okay? And so what I have today is some notes. And like I said, this is all a part of my the new moon being in Gemini. Um, I definitely feel that energy very strongly. And like I said, I'm just going to go ahead and break down all of my Gemini placements as a whole so that you get to know me a little bit more in the effort that you will relate it and apply it that same way that maybe I'm going about it with your own natal chart. Maybe it will help you um, in any way. But... uh, According to my natal birth chart in tropical astrology, because there are different types of astrology, but as far as Western slash tropical astrology, my Gemini placements are, uh, my sun is in Gemini, Mercury, Venus, um, as far as the houses, I'm Gemini in seventh house, which also adds to um, my my Juno and Gemini. And all of that energy comes together to produce my Gemini stellium. And side note, depending on what astrology website that you use to look up the birth natal chart info, it also would say that my Chiron is in Gemini. Though I resonate more with my Chiron in Cancer, so I go by Chiron in Cancer because it's kind of in a weird place. But again, I resonate with both, but more so Chiron and Cancer because I'm on that borderline. So let's get into it. So with the my son in Gemini. And like I said, all of this is, is going for the effect with the new moon in Gemini. This month we have a new moon in Gemini and then the full moon in Sagittarius, which is the pol- polar polarity. Excuse me, I'm trying to get it together, y'all. So that's the polarity. And if you did not know, when you're coming into astrology, you automatically have your opposite. So Gemini's polarity is to Sagittarius, as Pisces is to Virgo, as Libra is to Aries, as Taurus is to Scorpio. Did I name them all? And uh, Cancer as to Capricorn. So we automatically possess our opposite traits within us automatically. And a lot of us um, have our polarity as our ascendant. Or our polarity will be in our moon. So that's just for an example with um, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, um, I don't know her ascendant, 
But Lauren Hill has her polarity. She's a Gemini sun, but Sagittarius moon. So her polarity is really close to her. She's very familiar with both energies. Um, so back to what I was saying, Gemini and sun. The sun, that's me, myself. That's who I really, that's how I really express myself for people that really know me. And what that basically breaks down to is I have the urge for self-expression. I have hands in everything, which is so true. Very intellectual, not easily intimidated. Intimacy does not come easy, which is, this is something that I just learned because I know I just did a podcast as well as a blog on my website, which is www.unapologeticallybcp.com. And that's a personal blog where I am transferring, transforming my wounds into wisdom. So it's really my release and my let go. Just that tad bit of plug. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> when I was making notes for this podcast, in particular, this episode, I was like, wow. And here I am struggling with different types of intimacy within myself. And boom, it's right there. So intimacy does not come easy for the sun in Gemini. Uh, we are scattered but impressionable. Um, we gain knowledge in, in their lifetimes. So that's why we have so much information up there stored. And that's why we come off so fiery with all of these amazing ideas in our head at once and multiple personalities. And it's because I feel as though the Sagittarius polarity. Um, so with this, sun, um, with this sun position or with my sun position, that would make me sometimes an opportunist. I express easily, learn quickly, uh, likes to travel and work, and likes persistence in achieving setting goals. And that is all very true down to the C, down to the T, not the C. And side note, your sun sign is your solar plexus. So whenever you feel like your creative side is being blocked, tap into your sun sign and really get it going. So, Because now that I've realized between my Gemini energy, when I need to get stuff going, I have to listen to a lot of uh, words, uh, affirmations, mantras, uh, a lot of music that has artists that are Gemini's. And then the list goes on. We can even start with Andre 3000, Lauren Hill, Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West, Prince. Tupac, uh, Memphis Bleak, um, yeah, see, Memphis Bleak is all the way that throwback, but that's just the name of a couple of people, um, but moving right along to the next planet, uh, I am Mercury in Gemini, which it actually conjuncts my sun, which makes me, uh, possess much mental energy, once again, Highly intelligent with great drive to communicate with others. Very hard to passively listen and absorb information. An expressive and animated thinker loves to write and debate. I am a big journal advocate. Not even going to lie to you. And I definitely love to debate. So this is me 
very much so the way how I communicate. Mercury is a planet of communication, how you communicate with others. How do you communicate with yourself? Um, so with my son conjuncting this, it makes perfect sense. I'm right in alignment, so this is why things come to me so easily. So moving on to the next planet... And again, this is all being, you know, my key areas, especially with the new moon in Gemini. Um, my Venus also conjuncts my sun because these are all under the same sign. Uh, generally, generally charming with easygoing manner. Social relationships are extremely important. With conjuncts, uh, if your Venus conjuncts your sun sign, we do our best to seek peace and harmony. We are open-handed with others, diplomatic, um, expert at smoothing over problems, and when negative, we can be superficial and two-faced, downright lazy, too damn agreeable, and too fucking pleasant with everybody, and... Venus is the planet of love. It's what you're attracted to. Um, it's your first initial re attraction to somebody. It's what attracts you to people the most. And with this type of placement, it can kind of sometimes get a little sticky. So let's move forward. Sometimes we can be romantically impulsive when the person has Venus in Gemini. Uh, tend to rely on power of attracting. So instead of pursuing love interests, we want it to come to us. Jim and I do love the the we do possess the human characteristic of being chaste. We love it. Um, most attracted to people who express interest in you or who responds well to your charm, and that is very true. I cannot stand to take the time to communicate. With you, and I communicate in a lot of ways, obviously, because I have a blog and I got two podcasts, and so on and so on and so on. So there's a lot of ways that I am testing communication right now, for sure. And we tend to be quite attractive. <laughs> but, again, to find that out for yourself, and judge of yourself, because beauty is an eye of beholder, you can go to that lovely website of mine. Again, that's www.unapologeticallybcp.com. Um, that's where my picture is. My last placement, <coughs> Juno. Juno is the placement of long-term relationships, also known as marriage for some people. Um, this is a placement with Juno being a Gemini. Uh, this is where we want to do well. Um, we are attracted to long relationships, communication, ideas, um, intelligence. It's more important than I lead on to believe. Uh, insecurity shows up when someone does not agree with me. And again, totally true because if someone doesn't agree with me, that's like they're doubting me. And I'm like, look, person, okay, I done did the work. I took the time to study, so I'm trying to help you, put you on game. Um, the spiritual lesson with having this Juno and Gemini is I have to literally remind myself to detach myself from ideas. 
So once I put my concept out there, I have to let it go and let people absorb it the way that they want to. Um, but with this placement, you know, we just gain personal power through learning and understanding. We are really big on that. So as a conclusion of right now where we are at, okay, um, that is the breakdown of my sun in Gemini, my Mercury in Gemini, Venus in Gemini, as well as Juno. And sun is self-expression. Mercury is a planet of communication. Venus is love and attraction and things of beauty, how you look at beauty. And Juno is the, um, the asteroid a constellation, however you want to look at it, placement in the sky that is your, Juno is your long-term relationships, i.e. marriage. Um, so with all those placements in Gemini, um, now we're going to move on to my Gemini stellium. Oh, let me backtrack to Gemini being in seventh house. So I have my sun, Mercury, Venus, and Juno all going on in seventh house. Let me break down seventh house really quick for you. Seventh house ruler is Libra. So we are automatically dealing with the energy of the scales. So place this Gemini here and you're talking about a whole lot of duality, a whole lot of back and forth. Um, so after all those breakdowns, I have all of that going on in the seventh house and I have to add that with the energy of Libra. So there is a lot going on in my seventh house of Gemini. So with my seventh house being in Gemini, I take pride and ability to negotiate. I come off friendly. I establish harmony in relationships. I feel complete or I feel incomplete without my partner. I am sensitive to rejection, motivated to become well-liked, try not to over-identify with partnerships, and I use social skills and seek out peaceful relations with others. So basically, once again, this is the, the, the how my sun sign is affecting my Gemini in seventh house. How Mercury as to that energy as well is that basically I can conversate with anyone um just again once again I'm very curious I enjoy that self-expression and I may not listen as well as I speak uh, what can I say it's, it's a Gemini thing we got a whole lot up there we've accumulated so much information um does not usually dominate conversations completely so, again, I may speak for a little while, but when someone tries to take over, this is why we feel that rejection the way that we do. Um, moving on to how Venus would be affecting my seventh house is basically, I, again, that's that back to that not someone who loves a good chase. I love to be chased. I'm not the chaser. I'm the chase E. Okay. And does not overly pursue a person who people who who are indifferent to me. 
Now, this is something that really reflects back on my polarity of my Sagittarius rising. Because I need to be that person. I don't want to say I need to be that person, but I definitely feel a strong feeling within me to get my point across. And it has um, a lot to do with my experiences and how I've been transforming my wounds into wisdom. So now that I've did that process, now I got to share it because I don't want anyone else to feel or experience what I go through. So that's my inspiration and motivation is that even if anything reaches at least one person and it helps them in some kind of way, my sole purpose is fulfilled. That's it. I'm here to heal myself by sharing my story and connect with others. So my Sage Rising plays a big part of that. This is why you have to get comfortable with the polarity so that you know how to direct these energies. Um, <clears throat> so wrapping this up, now we're going to the Gemini Stellium. My Gemini Stellium is basically an indicator of my life where I need to work on. And it shows me that I really rely heavily a lot on my partner, which means in this life, Codependency has been somewhat of a crutch for me because I rely on my partner so much. I I root on my partner in other partnerships or relationships that I have with people. So when I'm close to someone, I hold them really close and dear to me and I value what they have to say in their opinion. But the more I am learning about myself, this is a trait that I have to learn how to shake and maneuver and depend less. This is the year for a lot of signs in the Zodiac to let go of codependency. And i.e. that means us air signs. And Gemini, just for the record, is a mutable air sign making us the shapeshifters of the Zodiac. Because we don't get enough credit for being spiritual. Okay. We are some we are very spiritual and we are very emotional. Everyone hates us. We are often imitated but never duplicated. And ain't nobody else like us. We in the middle of the zodiac. So we see the future and we see the past at the same time. So there is a difference there. Sometimes I be thinking that uh Gemini and Pisces, they have a similar polarity type of energy. And to me it's just because Pisces at the end. But that's that. Um got way off sidetracked it uh a part of my gemini stellium back to that is i can never be single and in this lifetime i definitely have dated a lot i have been with my husband for 10 years now and before i got with him prior i was engaged to someone months before i met my husband so when I met my husband, I was actually coming out of a bad relationship and broken off engagement and just not a really good history with guys before. So I actually made it a point. And for some people, they can never be single, so they don't know what it feels like. Because again, that that's the reason why I said this Gemini stellium is something that has been brewing. I just didn't know what it was. You know what I mean? Until I tapped into astrology and I was like, huh, 
So that's why I've been doing that because that's what was aligned in the stars for me from the time that I was born. But, uh, yeah, I definitely made an appointment after that engagement to make sure that I stayed single as possible. It didn't really happen clearly, but I definitely cut out a lot of the bullshit that I, and drama that I was accepting from guys um, right before I met my husband. So I'm glad I did that, and it reflected back in my chart, and I see why. So last but not least... I have learned how to be more receptive because of my Gemini stellium. And again, this goes back to my Sag rising polarity. Um, I just, you know, I have to learn how to be more open with people, give people a chance and just accept that my way ain't the only right way. You know, this is learning about myself. Uh, I heard someone say earlier, astrology is is a self is a, is a tool to help you self mastery and that's so true your astrology chart is here to help you master your bullshit keep you back on your path and use it when you feel the need to me right now though i just use it a little bit more than the next person because i'm figuring some shit out um but yeah so guys, this is that's my new moon in Gemini and I broke down all of my placements. I hope that was helpful for you. If there's anything you want me to discuss, please hit me up and let me know. And again, I am available for donations. Donate what you feel at your heart and thank you for listening. And till next time, love, light, peace and blessings to you. Much gratitude for you. And I hope you're out there embracing your dark shadows. Peace.